0: Hey legends, Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, the podcast where we share all things network marketing, social media, branding, leadership, mindset, and the occasional interviews with rising stars and network marketing legends. Fasten the belt, get ready, get excited, hit that subscribe button because we're going to get ready for the next episode coming up now. Alright, so hey, before I play uh, today's episode, I just wanted to uh, share, this is a little bit of a different episode because, again, it's one of the Inner Circle Hot Seat Mentoring Coaching Calls with Yasmin Oakley. Uh, so basically, every every single week, we uh, you know have contests inside the Inner Circle uh, to have your name put on the Spin the Wheel, and at the end of the month, we get all the names, there's 14 different names, we spin the wheel, and the person who it lands on gets this call. So I just wanted you guys to get benefit and insight because the questions asked were really, really good. Also, do not forget that Success Summit Online 3 is coming up on the 5th, 6th, and 7th of November. So make sure you go get your ticket whilst you can and get all the bonuses that are included at successsummit.info. That's S-U-C-C-E-S-S Summit, S-U-M-M-I-T.info. You're going to learn all the latest mindset hacks, core skills, training, um, social media strategies, tips, duplication secrets, and leadership uh, tools. They're going to be able to help you from some of the world's greatest people. So got some some surprises in store as well. It's going to be our best event yet. The value is going to be insane. And I really hope that uh, we see you there. So yeah, before we run the episode in a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds, go to successsummit.info. And I'll see you soon all right so hey 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 everyone hope you're doing good hey 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 legends i should really say i hope you're doing good today i am joined by the superstar yasmin oakley yas how you doing
1: i'm really good thank
0: you <laughs> amazing all right so i i have a confession to make um there's two things that i don't like doing in life postponing and being late and today i postponed on yasmin and then i was late with yasmin so I have a confession. I have apology to you, Yasmin. I hate doing it. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you for having the patience with me. But for those of the people who are listening to this who don't know you, haven't heard your story yet, like let's let's share a little bit about that. Like, how did you get like? What were you doing before network marketing? Like, how did you come across network marketing, and, and how's it going so far?
1: Okay, so before network marketing, I worked in retail management. So I was the youngest female store manager within one of the retail like chains within the UK at the age of 19. Um, was really, really brought up around like to be successful, you had to kind of cl- climb the corporate ladder. Um, and I absolutely thought that I was going to be in that job forever. I then had a bit of a wobble and ended up going and doing a season in IBEVA for my 21st birthday and just like sat the whole thing up I was like I'm not doing this anymore and um, and then when I came back that was in 2019 um one of my really good friends had been doing network marketing in the company that I'm now in and I kind of watched her journey over like a six-month period kind of didn't really like I'll pull my hands up like I didn't really support her that much I didn't really like kind of understand it um, and then it got to the point where I think she got a car paid for and she'd had her first five figure month and I was thinking like this can't be true like this yeah. can't be true and um, I'm a proper car lover I've been brought up around like nice cars and stuff just because the industries that my parents work in um, and when I had my retail management job I was driving a very nice car um, yeah. but when I came back from doing my season in Ibiza, I went three months without a payday and like Everything was just like, everything that I knew was completely thrown out the window. So I had to get a little runaround car. And um, so the fact that she was driving a very, very nice Mercedes and I was driving a little banger. I was like, right, OK, like I want to be back where I was. Um, so that was kind of the thing that initially attracted, mm-hmm. like, that I was initially attracted to. And actually, after having, after going three months about payday, I ended up working three jobs. So I worked in recruitment. I worked as like a business exec for like an online business and I also worked in the pub at the end of my road um oh. because i got myself in some debt like I was in a really big overdraft and I had to borrow my money from my mum so I'm, I've always been a, a grafter but to then see my friend earning that much from working like through her social media on her phone and to get a car I was like Do you know what like I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I joined the industry in May of 2020. So you'll probably remember the whole world was literally in lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, I still did my main nine to five in recruitment, but obviously I wasn't working in the pub because they weren't open. Um, And I genuinely didn't realise the success that I was going to have. So Mm -hmm. after, like in my first month, I made four figures. Mm -hmm. Um, And by month four, honestly, I was buzz in and um, by month three or no it was by, by yeah by my third month I was out earning my nine to five by like triple Um, I then sacked my boss in my fourth month and got my car paid for I got a Mercedes paid for a month four as well Um, and then by month seven I held a UK and I think it's world title for being the youngest um, and fastest to hit the leader level that I am um, went on to have like five figure months
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now I'm like what 15 16 months into my journey I've got a six-month-old baby living life on my own terms in a house in another car that's paid for by the company it's just been a whirlwind I can't even begin to explain
0: so I have a few questions right <laughs> so First and foremost, did your friend reach out to you originally or initially to see like if you would want to get involved in the business, but you saw her post and was like, oh, this is really cool.
1: I was like, okay, talk to me. Like, how does this work? Tell me. Wow. And then as soon as she explained, I was like, right, yeah, sign me up.
0: So imagine if the algorithm was not playing in your favor and you didn't see your friend's posts. Like- that's wild, isn't it? Like you would have found it it another way, but like, it's just crazy to think that. The second question I have, you joined in May, 2020, but you have a six month old baby. So when did you find out that you were pregnant?
1: Oh, you're going to love this. So within, I think it's like a 10 day period, I left my job Got my car paid for and found out I was pregnant. It was ridiculous. Like those ten days, I'm never ever going to forget. It's like it's the crossover between August into September. It was mental. It was actually mental.
0: So here's the thing: most people, when they find out they're pregnant, I'm speaking on the behalf of other people, right? So I haven't found out that I'm pregnant. I don't <laughs> think I ever will find out that I'm pregnant. But like most people, when they find out they're pregnant, it that becomes their priority right? Like in terms of like, nothing else matters, just being pregnant matters. And it's not known in net marketing, but I've seen it happen so much that it should be known as a thing, like, you know, um, it's, it, it kind of, it can hurt, your net marketing business because you go and think like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, I'm going to be mom, I'm going to focus on my body and like all that. Blah, blah, blah. There are a few, there's a few people, right? A small percentage you go, Oh my god, I'm I'm having a kid in like nine months, eight months, seven months. Whenever you find out, I'm having a kid. Like, I better get to work now. Like, I better. So you you were that small percentage, and you got to work. Did you find it tough through the pregnancy when you were like building a business to kind of like, you know, because I guess at times when you're pregnant, there's can be tough, right? Emotional or stressful, or you start overthinking things. How was that?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this is even more crazy. Usually you find out you're pregnant within probably like six, eight weeks. Some people find out when they first miss their cycle, but I didn't actually find out I was pregnant until I was nearly three months gone. So a big chunk of my pregnancy, honestly, is, is hilarious. Um, so September, so I found out on the 3rd of September, and I didn't have any morning sickness. My pregnancy was absolutely amazing. Um, but it was just in September, I was really, really tired. So like I'd sleep for like four or five hours during the day, as well as sleeping through the night. Like it was crazy. Like I'd be on my phone on the sofa next minute fall to sleep, wake up, oh my God, it's eight o'clock at night. Like where's the day gone? Um, but then, so in September, I didn't actually progress. That was like the only month in like the back end of the year. I didn't actually progress. I just stayed the same um, in terms of earnings and the level that I was at compared to August, which I was obviously really happy with, like, staying the same. Being pregnant was, like, that was amazing. But I think because I've been brought up, um, my mum was a single parent. She's worked her absolute butt off. Like, she's now a senior accountant, really high up in the job that she's in. And, like, mm-hmm. I just wor- watched her graft, like, mm-hmm. my whole life. And she had to make decisions. Like, she had to go back to work when I was really, really young, um and I just knew that I she had to make Like she didn't have a choice she had to do that whereas like I have the luxury of choosing so I just Mm -hmm. knew that the graft that I was putting in when I was pregnant was going to pay off and it really really has um Mm -hmm. and I just think as well like we had some complications um with Finley our little boy he's absolutely fine now but we knew that he was going to be in intensive care when he was born and have operations and all that kind of stuff so I think for me as well the graft was my way of just like dealing with it and being like, right, I'm going to put all Mm -hmm. of my energy and focus it on this. Cause if I don't, all I'm going to do is sit on the sofa and cry and get upset. And that's not going to help anyone or anything. So my mindset, I was like, right, how can I use my energy in the best possible way?
0: And part of that work is tuning into podcasts, watching videos, reading books, listening to audios, whatever, which is helping you develop and grow the mindset. Right. So it's so funny what you say about like, because you saw your mum do something, you've done it too. And I think it's so important, like you see her work hard, so you've worked hard, like you know that if it's gonna pay off, you believe in the hard work works for you. So I think it's so, so important for the parents out there to understand that network marketing is a career where your kids will see you do the work. If you're a surgeon, your kids will never see you perform open heart surgery on a patient. They just never will. It's just impossible for them to, to ever see you do that. So when you come home as the open heart surgeon and your kid says to you, hey, have you had a great day? And you said, yeah, yeah, it's good. I saved two people's lives. They go, all right, cool. Right? Whereas as a network marketer, they're seeing you on the phone. They're seeing you on the calls. And people then think, oh, I've got mom guilt. I'm on my phone all the time and not on my kids. They're, they want to be on their phone all the time. But also they start saying, what are you doing it for? What was that call for? What's that event for? And when they're older, all they'll know is to hustle and help people make money. So it's quite a special feeling that. So how can I best help you? For those of you who are listening to this or watching this, every single month in the Inner Circle, we put all the people who are uh, our Inner Circle winner of the week, people who get the most customers, people who get the most distributors, people who are the most engaged in the group. I put it on a wheel. I can see the wheel right there and Yasmin's name's on it in green. It's not, she's on one of the green sectors. I spin the wheel, <laughs> and it landed on Yas. And I was like, woo great, cool. <laughs> um, so part of this is me obviously hearing more about your story and getting to know you more, so now I can follow you even closely now. But uh, the other part of it is, is me being able to help answer as many questions as I can. It's also 2222 here in Dubai, which is just a cool number. Uh, but yeah, how can, I, how can I best help you?
1: So my biggest question I've got... obviously where I come from like a retail management background Hmm. I've always kind of been someone's boss um, and it's kind of easy to have coaching conversations um, when you are someone's boss because you obviously don't tell them what to do but essentially you are their direct manager and they kind of to some extent have to kind of follow and what you're teaching but in the network marketing space you're never someone's boss you're just someone's upline and coach so what kind of language is the best language to use when you are coaching people? So for example, like if I'm one of my team's accountability coach and they're not keeping up with things, mm-hmm. if I don't have a close enough relationship with them, like some of my team, I can just go, boom, where are your numbers for last week? What are you doing? Sort yourself out. Cause we've got that, but you're not going to have that relationship with everyone. So how can you best help someone be accountable without sounding a bit
0: too bossy? It's right. Kind of- no, no. Yeah, amazing question, and I think a lot of people will will need to know the answer to this, or currently need to know the answer right now. Um, so first and foremost, when it comes to accountability and like numbers, numbers don't lie. If you know one one plus one is always two. It's not if it's not feeling very well. One plus one is always going to be two. If it's having a great day, one plus one is always going to be two. <laughs> so when it comes to accountability, it's very simple and obvious. Like, hey, what were your numbers from last week? Well, numbers numbers aren't words like numbers so it's leading with numbers it's okay but I think the best way because I'm I am a mouse right meaning that I'm the one who gets walked all over I don't walk on with other people I'm I, I'm so soft that I get walked all over that's what my dad used to always say so what I used to do especially if I had like friend uh, you know if it was a friend conversation or not a friend conversation I would have a chat one-on-one just catch up be a good human being see what they what's going on in their day blah 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 and then I would say right I'm going to hang up, but when I call you back, I'm your accountability partner, your mentor, your coach. Uh, and the first time you do it, it will be a little bit weird. And they'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and you'll explain. You might see a different side to me, but I want you to know I am your friend. I love you. I appreciate you. I respect you. But the second call is going to be from the person who you need right now. It's the person who you, you need to hear from. A bit more tough. You might not love them, but they'll be the people who change your life the most. The coaches that I had in school, I hated them through school. But after I left school and realized the lessons that I learned, those are the, those are the teachers that I respected the most because they gave, they told me exactly what I needed to hear. So you put, put the phone down, you, pick, or, or you zoom down, end the Zoom, turn your camera. If it's on Zoom, just turn your cameras off and on again. Maybe you have an accountability hat or uh, there's like a bangle or there's something that's or you got a jacket, right? The coach's jacket, or something that you put on that's very easy for you to put on that symbolizes, oh, okay. Oh, Yasmin means business here. Like, okay, <laughs> oh it might have to be, you know, the easy A, that movie, the easy A, where they've got like the letter A for accountability coach kind of thing. And that's where you're gonna be like, right, accountability time. What were your numbers? Yes, what were your numbers last week? Oh, well, you're speaking to your accountability coach now. No excuses. What were your numbers? Uh, zero, 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 zero. Okay. Do you think you're going to get much Much progression in your business if it's zero, 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 zero? No. Okay. What are we going to do to make it different? Oh, I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. Let's try this. Boom, 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 boom. You're going to do it? Yes. You're going to commit to doing it? Yes. So when I, we have our next call next week, you're going to be able to tell me you've done it? Yes. Okay, great. And then you can take the hat off, the the, the jacket off, or you can end the call. So by separating your friend, Yasmin, from your coach, Yasmin, can help in the beginning for people to be like, it's okay to hear the tough love stuff. And it's okay to get the, the slap in the face because people need the boss figure, but they also need... They need to be able to have given you some sort of permission to be okay with that. Other people, otherwise, people will say, Oh, well, I didn't sign up for this. I thought I was going to be my own boss. It's like, yeah, but if you want me to help you get to where you want to get to, like, give me the permission to not punch you in the face, but, uh, you know, (laughs) give you a, a polite slap. So, that's what I would do. Um, that's what I would. Yeah, would. I think
1: that that's actually like a really, really good idea because I know that I'm really good at giving tough love just because of like, obviously, my work beforehand. I can do that really, really well, but I just don't want to overwhelm some people. So it is kind of like how, how do I introduce that? So that is literally perfect.
0: And, and, it, and it's fun, right? Because. You ever watched X Factor or Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, yeah. Like this, right? So for those of you who don't know it, because you're maybe not in the UK, it's like American Idol or like the talent shows where Simon Cowell <laughs> is the best example of tough love. Because when it first came out, when the, when the show first came out, you're laughing because you remember it, when the, first, the show first came out, he would literally tell turn around to people and say, that was awful. No way you're no you going to succeed at this. And the nation hated him they were like whoa he's a bit harsh and as the seasons went on more and more people started to realize you know what he's just telling the truth and by like season four five six everyone loved Simon Cowell because he was no nonsense straight to the point and told them exactly what they wanted to go and now it's got to this what they needed to know now it's got to the stage that people will go on this on the show they'll get one yes two yeses three yes. And Simon gives the fourth. Yes. They don't care about the other three yeses. They care that Simon (laughs) gave the yes, because if he said yes, then it meant that, you know, it meant that it was serious. Like, Oh my God, I've got potential to make it. And they then started to believe. If you tell people what they want to know all the time, it ends up being so diluted that they're like, yeah, well, they always celebrate me. They always say I'm amazing. They always say I'm great. When you give the tough love at first, it's like, Whoa, I don't, I don't know how to react to that, but tough love is the best kind of love in my opinion. But yeah, if you, if you position it in the right way, you'll, you'll win and you'll win big time for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like, I know there are definitely some people on my team who I can give it to them straight away and it's absolutely fine. And there's kind of like, they see it as I, that's the accountability side of me, but definitely like, I think it's a bit of, I probably need to work on the relationships a little bit more as well with those people who I kind of feel a little bit like don't want to go straight in with tough love. So I think it's a bit of work well, that I need to do around the relationships and.
0: Well, well with that, you would simply ask a question like, uh, "Are you cool if I like give you some direct advice? Are you cool if I if I give you some tough love? Are you cool if I tell you tell you straight?" Uh, everyone says yes. No one says no, no. No, no, I don't want to hear the truth. Oh no, 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 no. like don't give me some. Like, everyone says yes, sure. <laughs> Uh, and then, then, you would say, like, yeah, I'm gonna turn my camera off because I wanna, I wanna, I want you to know that this is, you know, the coach in me. It's your coach, right? Outside, when we're hanging out and we're going to a pub or going to a restaurant or bar, this is not the person you're gonna be hanging out with, right? The, the person that you know as a friend, like that's the person. So it's just creating that separation and and just uh, getting their commitment first, so that I mean they've got nothing to fall back on, really. Yeah. Um, and I would challenge the people as well who are listening to this who, you know, have a coach, to if they are a bit strict and tough with them, like, understand that that's probably for your own good. Um, if it's you should do this, doing this and do this and pointing, doing this for me, right? You need to do this for me, then that's not cool. But uh, telling them what they need to do in, 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 a, in a straight, direct way is, is important, for sure.
1: Definitely. And then I've got another question as well. So, at what point when you started kind of in business Mm -hmm. did you know that you could kind of slow down because i was listening to one of your podcasts um i can't remember who it was with um but it was talking about how you've got the people who have been in the business for like two to three years you've got people who have been in the business for 10 years but there's kind of like a gap of the people who have been in the business for seven years now obviously I literally haven't even been in the business for two years yet but i see myself still very early on in my career and definitely we want to be one of those people that's in the business like 10 20 years whatever Mm -hmm. um but like obviously it's my kind of work has completely changed now I've got my son um and I kind of have to do things in pockets of the day whereas like before I was kind of working a lot. So at what point did you think, yeah, I can actually like take my foot off the gas Uh here?
0: Yeah. So one of the signals is when you go away for a week on holiday, you go away on holiday for two weeks, you get sick for one to two weeks and your business grows without you. However, that's not going to be the case for a long time um it might now because maybe it's in momentum but when the momentum dies off basically you can slow down when you've got enough leaders in the organization that whether you're going to do the business or not they are like yeah you go do you like you have another kid you go travel all over australia for six months or all over america for six months or go hiding for six months i don't care i'm going to still do the business uh but it's very rare that it happens because your team will follow you because you're their biggest inspiration So when they see you go traveling for three months, guess what they want to do? Go traveling (laughs) for three
1: months,
0: (laughs) right? So my dad, he, I think this might be the story that you might've heard on the podcast. My dad said that he was retiring on his 40th birthday. Half the room were his family and his friends who were like, no, you can't retire at 40. Like surely you haven't made that much money to be able to retire for the rest of your life. And his team were like, whoa he's retiring that's insane he's crushed it that's so inspiring so a week later guess what his leaders started to do retire (laughs) and he said it was single-handedly the worst thing he did so slowing down here's what i would recommend know the seasons or the times of the month where the business is just traditionally slower so i know your business i I know i know very 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 (laughs) well like the, the, the selling seasons, like Christmas, it blows up, blows up. But then like the uh, like the January months might be a little bit slower. So then it's like, I'm going to go hard in December. I'm going to push all the way till Christmas. And then you know what? I'm going to enjoy the week leading up to New Year's and the first few days of the, of, of the year, right? Then maybe August is a really, really slow month for you. So then you would enjoy the summer of It you would enjoy the summer vacation that's Maybe actually my m-
1: birthday month and my partner's birthday month as well so there you go
0: amazing right so having <laughs> guilt, having that guilt free time off and the team knowing it, it's your birthday weekend it's it's your birthday month blah, blah 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 but also in the month if you know in your and this is why you need to track the data really if you know traditionally the 12th 13th and 14th of the month are usually slower and go to the beach or go for a spa day or arrange a weekend away right because sometimes like with those months or those seasons no matter how hard you work you can't really move the needle this is advice that most people will not give but um and this allows you to reset and recharge but never ever stop because you'll never ever actually want to stop here's why you've got the success and you've become obsessed with the success because you're like oh my God, the money available is insane. But the second level of, 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 of uh, blah, 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 blah. the second level of obsession is when you see your team having these insane life-changing commissions, and you then get obsessed with having 10 people making the same as you, 20 people making the same as you, 50 people making the same as you, 100 people making the same as you. So it's not really a question of slowing down in total. It's more of slowing down for a few days or for a week or in the season where it's everyone else is slow and not responding, or like slowing down in those moments. Um, and again, if you look at your age in the business, you've got a six-month-old kid, right? The six-month-old kid is reliant on you. And at some point, it's going to start walking and it's going to start being a little bit more independent. It's going to be hard for you because they're going to be doing their own thing. You're going to have to keep an eye on it because right now it's just in its cot or it's in its chair. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Right. But then it gets to terrible twos. Thank you. Then it gets to teenager. Now teenagers are don't listen to mom. Don't listen to dad. Like, don't listen to your upline. I know everything. And then you hit 18 and you're like, yeah, maybe my upline was right. Maybe my mom was right. Maybe my dad was right all these times. So there's just seasons and stages in our lives where we listen to people. We don't listen to people. We do the work. We don't do the work. We're reliant. We're not, we need people to bring us up. We don't need people to bring us up. We inspire other people. We need inspiration from other people. So it's just your first three years is really figuring that out at the end of the year. Okay. What months were good? What times of the month were good? What time in the month was bad? Where can I go all in to make it better? And when can I slow down to recharge? Um, so it might not answer your question exactly, but it's what I've done in my life, which has allowed me to be the, possibly the most consistent person that I, that I know. Um,
1: no, so I think you... it has like really like massive light bulb moment because I tend to find like when things are going slower, that's when I tend to work harder because I'm like, oh, my God, like what's mm-hmm. going on? or Oh, my God, this is a dip or whatever, I tend to work even harder. But then like you said, in the busy months, say like December when sales are naturally going to be more, or people are naturally going to be more interested in the business. Like you're obviously going to be busy. So it's like, at what point do I actually give myself a break or actually slow down? And where I have been such a grafter, when you work for someone else, you go to an office at this time and you leave at this time. But like, I think I am one of the small like percentage of people when you work for yourself. Like I do work literally all hours of the day. Um, and like, I am so conscious of, it. if I'm just scrolling on social media, I've literally got a little voice in my head now that says like, stop doing it, stop doing it, stop doing it until I actually come off. And like, or do it with like purpose. I'm on social media with purpose, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. no, that has definitely given me like some yeah. things to think about and like, it is okay to just like stop every now and again. And like, I do get frustrated with myself sometimes because like where I have worked like all hours of the day, say like this time last year, when I was like early pregnant, um like I just can't do that anymore so I definitely need to be a bit more like less hard on myself because my son will always come first
0: absolutely absolutely and again it's it's your your goal is to protect your energy at all costs because you're definitely energy is- I've started
1: doing that recently about protecting my energy saying no oh, oh my goodness that has been an absolute godsend recently I'm such a, a yes person and I'm so guilty mm-hmm. of like if there's different opportunities coming at me or but whatever. I'm just so like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But recently I said no. And I just feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Like it's just the best, like saying no is the best
0: thing. Yeah. Saying no allows you to say yes to the right things. And every time you say yes, you have to say no to something else, whether it's that day, that week, that month, that year, or five years down the line because of health or you burn out and then you can't do things you want to do. Or just you know, you, you say yes to something and it goes wrong and then you can't say you have to say no to different things. So I think that's really important. I think when it comes to like the mini dips, like the dip in a month where it's like, Oh, today's been a slow day. I better graft a bit. like when you're at the level that you're at and you've got team and stuff, you're not going to make so much of a difference in one day. Like if the t- overall team sales are low. So sometimes it's okay to just be like, you know, what, I'm, a- I'm going to have a guilt free day off, which is fine. As long as, you know, as long as you know in yourself that tomorrow I've had my day off, I've recharged, my battery's on 100%. You can't get more than 100% battery. So I'm mm. then going to get to it. Too many people, they have the excuses of, oh, I'm just going to have a week off, like, or Monday doesn't go according to plan. So I think I'll just start on Tuesday. And then Tuesday comes, well, actually, it's, I'm not feeling great now. And then they have, so if, you're, if you have the willpower to be able to just turn it on and off, um, which not a lot of people do, you know. Uh, then I would do it and again like your, your, your family your, your, your son is number one priority for you so it's it's making sure that you don't you're not snapping or frustrated with the business and transfer it into you know like shut up Henley, right when you yeah. like you're like yeah. shut up I'm on the phone and it's like <laughs> hang on a minute because it happens it happens I've seen it happen so um yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that helped are there any other things I can help with?
1: No, they were the main things. It was the, it was definitely those two questions that I had. I just, I just get so much value from all your podcasts and everything that you've got in the inner circle. So I feel like I'm just soaking up so much from you, um, even before the zoom. So, yeah.
0: Well, Hey, like you, you're amazing and it's such a, it's such a great story. And again, you are showing other people what's possible. Um, and it, it's Thank absolutely you. crazy. You don't, you won't like you don't. It's funny when you're in the when you're in the business, you don't realize like your team obviously get inspired. But then when their their team members tell someone, and then they start going watching you on face on Facebook or on Instagram, and you don't know them. Maybe you haven't really noticed that they're following you, and they get inspired, and then you never even hear that you were a part of their journey. You never even hear it, and they go on to do great things. It's just amazing that that you've been able to find it take action on it and then you know uh, continue to execute on it but look after that energy it's uh, it's important and you know um be that accountability coach to people when you need to be and have that yeah, time definitely. off when you need to when you deserve it all right definitely awesome well hey i appreciate you you're amazing uh and i look forward to seeing you sometime soon
1: yes thank you so much fraser thank you so ah. much it's been amazing
0: all right i appreciate you congrats thank- <laughs> Hey, 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 legend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. Feel free to subscribe to the channel and share it with your network marketing friends, as well as checking us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast.